welcome to today's episode. I am so excited for our special guest. Eric is an amazing astrologist. He's an intuitive. I have personally had a chart reading with him. I've also been a guest on his podcast and he's just super, super fun. I'm super excited for you all to go on this journey with us in this podcast interview today. I do want to share that we also talk about what's coming up for 2024 in astrology and also what's coming up in the collective in two to three years, because there's some major things that are gonna happen. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hello everyone and welcome to our very special Soul Chat interview with Eric Tyler. I'm so excited you are here, my dear. He is an astrologer, he's very intuitive. We're gonna talk a lot about astrology and so much more, welcome. Hello, Amy. It's so good to be here. And yes, I, I am Eric Taylor, a professional intuitive astrologer and relationship coach. And it's just so great to be on your podcast because I enjoyed having you on mine. Yeah, it was so much fun. And I love astrology. Like I, my grandma taught me tarot cards when I was little, like very, very little. And she gave astrology readings back in the day. And I absolutely love it. I know it's not my lane to be in, but I'm a big believer in everything is written in the stars. So I get, I geek out about different things when it comes to astrology, because there's so much information for us to not only understand about ourselves, but to also understand about the cycles we're in. And I think that's really important. Um, I know that you recently just did a business astrology reading for me, which I was super interested in because there's so much that you can understand about your business based on the astrology that your business has as well. Can you, before we get into that, let's first talk about just in general, what astrology is and how people can benefit from it. Oh, that's a, a, a big, vast pool. And astrology is truly an ancient wisdom that is older than all of the religions and it is kind of the measurement of the frequency and vibration of the planets and how they affect human beings on the planet earth astrology is the map of your life and i always say to my clients and you know to all my listeners on my show it there's no victimhood in astrology you chose the time you were born and the time you were born sets up your rising sign ascendant. So in the Eastern horizon in the sky, that is what the constellation as that sun is, as the sun is rising, the time of your birth, that sets up your first house and that connects the whole 12 house zodiac wheel. So for example, I'm a Scorpio rising sign. So at the time I was born, Scorpio, the constellation of Anguilla was in the Eastern horizon at the time of my birth in September, because I'm a Virgo. And so think of it like this. I got this download almost a month ago now, and it's so amazing, but it's really true. Just imagine you're sort of in heaven with God's source creator, 
and you are choosing to come to be born on planet Earth, but you're selecting on like the big motherboard or the big screen what lessons you need to learn. So you're like, well, maybe I, I, I need a, a strong mom and maybe I need to understand more gratitude and, and humility. And you're, you're basically pushing these different things. Well, in actuality, what you're doing is setting up the map of your life, which is the birth chart. So everything that you push and then it's like, then God just goes zoom and then you come in through the portal of your amazing mother because women are the portals and you come in and then the process of if you get drawn or pulled to astrology it's really a remembering mm -hmm. and astrology you know in ancient times before you were a doctor a priest an astronomer you were an astrologer first astrology is also the first calendar the days of the week so it's really powerful and you can set up a birth chart for a business um, you know, it's called electionary astrology for if you were going on a vacation for the holidays, Christmas coming up and Hanukkah, you can, you know, cast a time if, okay, I'm leaving my house at 10 a.m. And then on that date, you can see the energy of your trip and your, your vacation. So you can use it for many things and the powers that be, they use it for business, right? Movies are released on Fridays and they know when to do it. Books, entertainment, businesses for new product launches, everything. I love that. And I know you were talking about the rising sign. For people that don't know this, you are more than just your sun sign. Because a lot of people just hear, oh. okay, I was born, I'm Aries, I'm Libra, I'm Gemini, I'm this, that's my sun sign. Can you share the difference between your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign? Because I think those three are really important for people to know. I know that there are many other important aspects of astrology, but I think like oh, if yeah. you start with just those three, I think it's a good core foundational piece to start with. Exactly. And what we call that in astrology is your big three. So those three are the three core representatives that explain the character traits and attributes of your personality so your sun sign is your vi vitality your inner authority your creativity your expression and personality also represents your identity and your father the moon sign is your emotional mind your body your intuition the family you create your mother your health Okay, and a lot of ancient astrologers felt that your moon sign was an indicator of what your sun sign was in a past life. And then the rising sign ascendant, they're both the same. And what that is, is your physical appearance and your outer mask. It's usually kind of like how you, you're almost really seen from your upper jaw to the crown chakra to the top of your head and so certain rising signs they resemble one another and when you get really good at it you could like start to look at a person and you can see like oh you yeah you're a capricorn rising or you're a libra rising and sometimes it's in the eyes and the eyebrows like the leo risings they have like a feline look and even if it's a gentleman who has a bald head you know, there's still a very distinctive look around the eyes. 
you know, but a lot of times Leo Risings will have a lot of hair and big hair. So people will say to me sometimes, well, you're Leo Rising. I'm like, no, no, no. This is just, you know, kind of like my sacred locks are just a, a, another representation. I'm a Scorpio Rising. So, but, you know, you'll see like darker eyes and different things like that. And like the Libra Rising, which I believe, if I remember correctly, you I'm are. I'm a Libra Rising for yeah. sure. And, and there's an energy where Libra Risings, their body and their face is very symmetrical and they come off very harmonious and attractive and charming and pleasant so what your rising sign is is this energy that really walks into a room before you do so people will notice amy's libra rising before your aries sun so it's really fascinating and just a little I want to give everybody a little fyi if you do read those horoscopes in the newspapers and magazines understand it may not resonate with you because mm. you're thinking about your sun sign. What it's based on is the rising sign. So that's why you need to, you know, reach out to a professional astrologer like myself and really get a birth chart reading because it can really help you not only heal your inner child. I do work with reprogramming the subconscious mind, but you can really increase your self-love and improve every relationship in your life private, personal, and professional. I think I think getting a birth chart reading is really important because you kind of get a better understanding of who you are at, at, on a core level. Yes. And then what you choose to do with that information moving forward is totally up to you. And every month or every year, we're working on these different cycles that we're going through. And I love that you shared, hey, like your sun sign horoscope might not resonate with you. And my husband and I are, we're both Aries. We are very, totally very different people. Just because we're both the same sun sign, we are not the same person. Like, I think there's different levels of Aries. Yes, <laughs> like because you know why, Amy? There's 12 houses in your birth chart mm -hmm. and each house explains themes of life. So if your Aries son is in the seventh house and your husband's Aries son is in the second or the 10th or the 11th, it's a total different vibration. And then in astrology, what's really fascinating, getting deep here, we have deacons. So the first deacon of Aries is from zero to nine degrees and that's the Aries Aries deacon. And then from 10 to 19 degrees, you have the Aries Leo Deacon. And then from 20 to 29 degrees, you have the Aries Sagittarius Deacon. So that even also flavors the individuality of your sun sign. Is that for every sun sign with all those degrees? Oh, yes. That's amazing. Yes. That's yeah. Really and so cool. what happens is all that it does like, for example, for me as a Virgo, right? I am the Virgo Capricorn Deacon. And so what that means is that I am not that true, true Virgo energy. It's mm -hmm. like a Virgo with an underlaying, you know, energy of the Capricorn. So mm -hmm. for the Leo, I mean, for the Aries, what you're doing is the three deacons are still within your element. So yeah. it's Aries is fire, cardinal fire sign. Leo is the fixed fire sign. And then Sagittarius, the mutable fire sign. 
So yeah, that really, you know, adds a layer and then we could get into like lunar mansions and all this other stuff by, by degree points. And it's that's but think about it, how God made each human being. We are so unique and so complex and it's all kind of described in the birth chart because it's 360 degrees, 12 houses, all these planets, and then the communication of the planets, which we call aspects. Mm -hmm. So it is really detailed. Yeah, for for me, I love that you were saying, you know, check out the rising. If if it doesn't resonate, the horoscope, because for me, what I always end up doing is I always read my rising sign horoscope first. Oh, good. And then I'll read my sun sign and then I'll and it's very clear which one actually is vibrating more with me that particular week or that particular month or that particular chapter, depending on what's going on. Yeah. Um, but 95% of the time, it's usually the rising sign that's more in alignment than the sun sign horoscope. Right. Um, so you notice it with the Libra. So then you, oh, yeah. yeah, for yeah, sure. That, and then awesome. it's, it's interesting because it was like, you know, I'll read the horoscope out loud sometimes with my husband and I'll be like, that is totally not for him, or that is totally for him, not for me. And so it just depends on what it is. I want to circle back to something that you recently just said, was that you can even look at the charts for going on vacation. Talk a little bit more about that and what that looks like and why someone might want to do that. Because like, to me, when you're saying that, it's like, sometimes people have and I'm not a big believer in bad luck and good luck. Just sometimes there's unfortunate events because of the alignment of everything that's going on in that person's life. And sometimes they can just have unfortunate luck when it comes to vacations or projects or something like that. So when I hear that, I'm like, that would be great for a person that wants to make sure that they avoid any high stress on their vacation. Definitely. It's uh, muy, muy importante. So, for example, right, if you know for the Christmas holiday, you're going out of town on, let's say, December 22nd, right? What you would do is you would go to astro.com and you would type in the location you're leaving from, let's say, your hometown or whatever, let's say, Boston, Massachusetts, and you would put the time. So if you're leaving at 10 a.m., you know, and whether you're driving or flying, you're not going to put in the destination of where you're going because it's always from the starting point. Okay, and you would put in that time and then it would show you a birth chart. Right. You're putting the date December 22nd, 2023, 10 a.m., Boston, Massachusetts. And then a chart appears. And let's say you're looking and it shows you it's a Virgo rising. And you're like, okay, and then it's got, you know, in the ninth house, it has Taurus. And right now we have Jupiter and Uranus currently in Taurus, right? And let's say you're going to a foreign land, which the ninth house represents, okay? And it's usually 50 miles or further away from the destination, which, I mean, from the the place where you're casting the chart, which is Boston, right? And you could be going to LA or you could be going to the Bahamas, whatever you're doing. Or in the same country or maybe not. Right, right. As long as it's 50 miles or further away, you'll look in the ninth house. If you're staying locally, if you're just going from, let's say, like Boston, I'm going from Boston to Jersey. Well, then you would look in the third house because that's more of a local trip. 
But either way, right? Let's say we're looking further away. We're going to Boston. We're spending, you know, Disneyland or what Disney World, whatever. We're going far away. And you see in the ninth house, Uranus and Jupiter and Taurus. Well, that would tell you that it could be a mixed bag for the trip because Jupiter is bringing expansion and fortune and abundance and blessings, right? Feeling optimistic, but then Uranus could just bring some weird sudden events, some terrible weather, you know, some, you know, some anxiety. Uranus is weird and unpredictable and extreme weather, right? And when it's in Taurus, it doesn't do so well. That's it's a seven year cycle Uranus and it's why we've been having some kind of wild weather. It's not just, you know, global warming or whatever. It's also Uranus and Taurus because Uranus is at home in Aquarius, exalted in Scorpio, where it's like a higher vibration. And then it's in its fall in Taurus. So we kind of in astrology terms, we call that hashtag new earth. So all these earthquakes and extreme weather and the fires burning this summer, a lot of that has been showing up Uranus and Taurus. But Taurus also rules the like land, but your values, like your throat chakra, you know, um, your five senses, beauty. So it also affects your finances and money. So that's an example of like when you're casting that and you would just look at, you know, all the different planets, you'll see the sun would be in December 22nd. It's going to be in Capricorn. So that sun would be in the fifth house. So then that tells you your children would have a good time and there'd be an mm-hmm. emphasis on your kids. And there's, a, you know, a lot of self-expression and creativity on this trip. So, you know, it's one of those things that it's really important, but it can be extremely beneficial for practical daily living. Okay, that's awesome. And if they didn't know how to read what that is, you could do well, then they would definitely on, what, be like, time okay. to go on vacation. I, I've got to find this Eric Taylor guy and hit him up at biggieastrology at gmail.com. You know, awesome. and, I, and, and I have what I call um, transit, like mini transit readings. So my audio transit service, you know, you could reach out to me, you know, you're going on a trip December 22nd, you know, you just hit me up a week or two before and say, um, I'm doing a trip at this time, this, that, what, what would be going on in transit? It's really great. It's an audio reading. It's a quick turnaround and it's, uh, an audio, you get an MP3 and you'll get videos of the different planetary placements to watch. You also get a copy of the chart and it's only $44 and it's a great way to like prepare for an excursion, you know? Yeah, so, so things to be aware of, things to like lean into as well, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm a, definitely. I'm a big believer in you shouldn't enter something with fear just because a planet is positioned in a particular oh, place. No, it's no not fe- to no be fear. aware of it. No it's just to have an understanding that there, there's, there's this, so for example, like Mercury retrograde. I am not someone that fears Mercury retrograde. I know some people do and it, oh. it causes all sorts of Havoc for some people. And yes, technology does go haywire sometimes. Oh, yes, Um, it it can. (laughs) However, for me, like Mercury retrograde is like, ooh, that just means there's some truth that's going to be shined. This means we have to slow down. This means that there's 
time to use more critical thinking skills. Um, you know, so it's just not, it's not something to ever fear. So there's nothing a plan and no one should ever fear, correct? No, there's no fear. And everything is about information, right? That's why my podcast is called Knowledge is Love, because when you're in there, no, then you understand how to deal with things, right? Where, for example, if you see a situation, and I do sinistry uh, compatibility charts, for relationships. Now, this could be between you and your husband, you and your child, you and a best friend. You know, I've had like two best girlfriends do it. It can be anybody. But what, what it does teach you is how my chart is communicating with your chart. So my Mars could be hitting your moon. And so that's my action planet. So I could be doing something totally unconsciously, not even knowing that is emotionally irritating or upsetting you. And so mm -hmm. in the chart reading, I can point that out. And then as a human being, you can be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I was doing that to her or him or my best friend or my daughter or my son, right? And then you can just make adjustments. So it's really about information. And yeah, I like that, Eric. So, yeah. so my belief is that we travel in soul families and yeah. we choose our families. We choose how we come back and in this lifetime um and so sometimes i'm assuming from what you're saying in terms of like our charts on how certain planets can create friction between people in a relationship do they choose that on purpose then in terms of like how to heal certain things in their relationship from past karma i i really have come to the place and understanding there are no act accidents and there is no victimhood. We choose our parents. We choose our soulmates, your, your soul tribe family like you were speaking of. And everything is karmic lesson, lessons. So, for example, that's all like in the, the Saturn realm. But just like you were talking about Mercury retrograde, I never fear it. And I don't preach that to my clients. But I do tell people it is a time for introspection to slow down double check your text messages, your emails before you send them out. Maybe yeah. you need that extra Don't be quick to respond. <laughs> or, or a period. Yeah, just, just take a pause and just double check. And there's nothing wrong with that in life. Sometimes we all need a little reflection or introspection. Well, it's the same thing with Saturn. Saturn teaches us these karmic lessons. And it's about discipline and having healthy boundaries and and putting in hard work and and also planning, structuring and organizing things, right? These are the keys for success. And so, you know, all that that is, is an opportunity for growth. If my Mars is hitting your moon and, and I'm doing something and not even aware of it, well, then if it comes to light, I can make the adjustment and just be like, oh, okay, this this was not my intention. I'm never trying to hurt yeah. you or make you feel sad or, you know, whatever. And so then I can learn to adjust my Mars. And then, you know, it's just kind of like a, an opportunity for growth. And that's what I think you can, you know, ascertain through the birth chart, even through what we call the aspects. So there's harmonious aspects and there's challenging aspects. And so that's like the opposition and the square are more challenging. And there's opportunities for agreeing to disagree or like mm -hmm. just like you know leave that subject alone or opportunities for growth and then there's harmonious aspects 
like a, a, a sextile, which is a 60 degree angle, or a trine, which is a 120 degree angle. And then you have conjunctions, which are between zero and 10 degrees apart. And I always uh, explain it as two people having a conversation in the same house. But if it's between zero to 10 degrees, we're in the same room in the same house. If it's like my moon is at three degrees, and then let's say the Jupiter is at 28 degrees, we're in the same house, but we're in totally tif two different rooms. So it's like I could be yelling, hey, honey, what's for dinner? And then, you know, my wife could come back and be like, who'd you say is a sinner? Or, you know, <laughs> or what about wintertime, you know? So it's yeah. the same house, but the message gets confused or misinterpreted. and yeah. misunderstood. And exactly. there's perception so. or perception. Like it's just, you're viewing through things through a different lens, it sounds like. Yeah. No, or hearing great. it through a different lens. <laughs> and it can be really funny, but I mean, think about it. We all have these, oh, you know, these experiences in our own home where we miss interpret one another so yeah that's that's fascinating and so like for me i love the akashic records because you can identify patterns and heal patterns it sounds like in astrology too in relationships if you're noticing friction or you're noticing a pattern come up repeatedly it sounds like you can take a look at what's happening between two people in a relationship to see what where that friction's being caused is that correct exactly that's, cool. and that's just the natal chart then you could look at the transits like what's happening now in the cosmos mm -hmm. like today and for example the moon is now in virgo monday tuesday and a little bit of wednesday morning so what you can do is kind of just see emotionally how the Virgo energy will play out for you in your own individual chart. And so that might create a, a feeling of being a little more nitpicky or a little bit more critical or analytical. And then you could, you know, kind of say like, okay, I'm not gonna criticize my wife for X, Y, Z, or I'm not gonna, da, 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 or I'm not gonna get on the kids about cleaning up their room you know, heavy handed today, I'll just be like, okay, hey, is that room look clean to you? You know, let that go. Yeah, you know, so the this is what the transits uh, help you with in terms of what's happening today. Now, obviously, we have planets that move at different rates, the moon switches signs and houses every two and a half days, right? The sun will be in a sign or house for, you know, 29, 30 days, right? So, the moon is the one that's quick moving and we can see it affecting us through a month cycle very yeah. quickly. The other planets, not as much, but you'll feel a shift, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, December 4th, 2023, Venus is going to enter Scorpio until December 29th. Okay. Well, Venus is at home in Taurus. So it's in its fall or, I mean, it's called debilitated in Scorpio. Right. And Venus is like your aesthetics, your entertainment, your food, speech, money, pleasure, beauty and relationships. So in Scorpio, it could be a little controlling, a little intense, a little and then you have the holidays on top of that <laughs> obsessive. So it's going to be kind of interesting during this holiday season, how we're relating to one another. Mm. OK, but it also brings, you know, because 
I tell people all the time, no placement is a death sentence. Just like you spoke about the Mercury retrograde. Well, when a planet is in a place that it's deemed to be not as positive or negative, like being debilitated, it's just an energy to work with differently. So Venus and Scorpio, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more emotionally intense in my relationship. But you can use that for romance or intimacy, and it also can create deeper soul merging and truth telling and speaking, because Scorpio is very much about the truth and health and money. So there's positives as well. What do you say to people that are nervous or um, have the tendency to not have a good relationship with certain signs? Well... Because I know certain signs for a long time would scare me because of previous <laughs> relationships that I had with other people in the past, not even romantic, just in general. Friendships or business. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, oh, and then, and I've worked on this myself knowing like I, I had someone in my life that was a particular sign and I won't say what sign it is. And, and anytime I'd be like, and then I finally had to go, that person is not that person. And so I do know that there, this is a very real thing for people where they're, they have this oh, um, preconditioned or pre pre um, perception of how that particular sign behaves. And so they might not give that other person that opportunity because they've had bad experiences in the past no, with and those you know, particular signs. You're so right. And as human beings, we are creatures of our own experience and creatures of habit. And I'm a Virgo. And so like if I've had terrible experiences, you know, with, a, I don't know, Libra or Sagittarius, right? It can make you feel a little hesitant. But what you have to understand is that it's so more so much more detailed than just a sun sign right because we have in our birth chart sun moon mercury venus mars jupiter saturn uranus neptune pluto right we also have a true black moon lilith a chiron a north and south node so when you go down the scale the sun sign is not the determining factor of a relationship between two human beings. So you've got to really look at the Venus, the Mars, the Jupiter and the moon. And there's other placements in the birth chart as well, based on the houses that talk about the themes of friendships, uh, intimate relationships, marriages, siblings, mm. right? So for example, in the natal birth chart, your younger siblings, you will see them in the third house your older siblings, you'll actually see them in the 11th house. So it, it's very detailed and very specific. So I always tell people, hey, hey, no, don't don't label someone just based on their sun sign, because that energy is really minute in the story of the uniqueness and complexity of a human being and how they energetically emote and, and exist and vibrate on this planet. Yeah. I'm also a big, I love that Eric and also a big believer in just because it says it 
that this particular sign behaves in this particular way does not give you the right to behave in that way. And also doesn't mean you're going to behave in that way. And so some people that's not even in their um, awareness to behave in that particular way. But I do see people that um, allow ego to take over or pre preconditions from the past take over where it's like, well, no, I'm this sign. So this is the way that I get to behave. Well, no, use it as a crutch to be nasty. <laughs> yeah, no, that no, not at all. Like, oh, gosh. Be nice. no, you, okay, you nailed it right there. You're so right. And astrology doesn't give you an excuse to misbehave. Right. So I'll give you an example. I, you know, we had a, a family event yesterday with uh, another family, just a, a barbecue grilling and with, you know, with the kids and their friends. And um, <clears throat> I met a, a, a mother who was a tourist and, you know, she doesn't know much about astrology or whatever, but what was fascinating is intuitively, I knew she was a tourist but like her personality was just so whatever and in my head i'm like gosh i wish i could see her whole chart you know just in my head as an astrologer I, I think this way but i could feel some of her gemini energy and some of this and some of that and all this stuff but there were things that for example like you were kind of hinting to even if a person doesn't know astrology and doesn't even like play in that lane of knowing these stereotypes or identity markers or character traits the astrology you don't escape the astrology so she was definitely a Taurus and so when I I hit her with the one question and I asked this to all Tauruses but you can see it in the birth chart depending on what ascendant you are and where Taurus is in the chart but Tauruses in general they love to drive fast so as soon as I asked her, because my mother was a Taurus, so I know it. Knew. I love Taurus. Yes, <laughs> I love them too. And so I said to her, I said, do you like to drive fast? She was like, oh my gosh, I love to. And I was like, I know you do. And she was like, yeah, I drive fast. She goes, but I'm responsible. And, you know, not with the kids in the car, but she's like, oh, when I'm just zipping around, she's like, yeah, I'm a speed demon. So we were just both uh-huh. laughing and stuff like that. So there are identifiers and different things. And I'm sure if I saw her chart, I would be able to really just boom, 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 boom. But trust me, I have shown birth charts to quote unquote non-believers and just blown their mind away because there's different timing techniques, right? So I am a Western tropical astrologer who uses the whole sign system and I use principles of evolutionary astrology and Vedic astrology in my practice. And so I can look at timing techniques and there's one called annual perfections where I can see based on the age that you are or looking in the future or in the past, themes and life events that may have occurred for you. So when it's the birth of a child, when it's when you got married, when it's you moved, you know, and left your hometown and moved to another city, college, uh, maybe the loss of a friend or sibling or parent, you can see and clock these things by periods of time in the birth chart. It is amazing. And the annual perfections, it's like the book of Genesis where it speaks about one day equaling one year. And so you can, you know, count and you go counterclockwise with the first house 
is birth, so it's zero years old, and then 12 and 24 and 36 multiples of 12. So your third house could be um, 26 years old or 38 years old. And so it's fascinating because in the third house, it's dealing with the siblings and cousins and neighborhood and the short distance trips, but it's your skills and self efforts. But it also at that time of age, 26 and 38, it becomes the adult relationship with your mother. So you can see different things and different experiences. Say it again. Or what age with the mom? Oh, so for for in your chart, it's the third house and it's age 26 or 38 or 50. And that can show how you are communicating, relating, maybe like if mom comes to move in with you, like all these things you could see through that third house based on this timing technique and the age. Interesting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I, so fascinating. I know you do the the business charts. And if anybody's interested in getting a reading with Eric, he's going to give our listeners a discount and we'll share what that looks like. And I'll put the links in the show notes and in the description on YouTube, um, depending on where you're listening or watching this, you'll get a discount on it. I know that um, you do birth charts, but then you also do business. And I decided to do a business reading with you. Well, one, we did some birth chart stuff just on your podcast. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and, and I like that you pull in different types of astrology because some people only stick with one type of astrology. And so I think that that's what makes some of the things that you're doing very unique. Um, and then it's also the reader itself because everybody, the way that they read, study and things like that can really change. But what I found fascinating was the business stuff. Why would someone want to do a a business chart, astrology reading? Um, And then let's start there. And then I got a couple other questions that I want to ask you about this. Well, one thing that's great, you know, we're in this time, especially since the pandemic or just in general, if you have the entrepreneurial spirit or that mindset, but you have a lot of people who are transitioning. They want to get out of the sort of nine to five grind. They have gifts, skills, and talents. And sometimes, you know, their side hustle or hobbies can turn into an actual thriving, lucrative business. And it just depends on each individual human being. Well, in the birth chart, I can see that in your natal chart. But let's say if you've actually already started a business or you are desiring to begin a business. So I can help you in terms of even when the best time is for you to file your LLC or get your S Corp and start your business. And, and that if, I love. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so, there are so many. Like I have a lot of clients that are like, I want to start my business. I want to start my business. And so if you know you want to start your business, you can oh, actually start it when those stars are aligned. To which is make really it mo- most optimal for the and even most optimal for the particular type of business you're starting Mm -hmm. because we can select and you know with technology it's a click of a button for filing for your llc or your s corp right or if you're going down to file papers but you can set that time up right because i did it with my wife's business and my own business for the llc and it's very specific of the time and you can align it looking at the chart with the ascendant and where the planets are and on that day 
Let's say if you want to start it, you know, January 5th, 2024. Well, you can look at it and you say, oh, 11 a.m. looks good. Oh, but this planet's here and that's there. And this will be better for my financial growth and for my connection to my audience and this over the Internet for my podcast in the 11th house or the third house for social media. I want to be an influencer, yada, yada. Right. You you might say, oh, and I would tell you, well, you know what? 2 p.m. is a better time for you. Mm. So it's very specific and very detailed. But for like your case, if you've already started your business and you remember the time of when you filed or your first sale or when in your heart you felt that you were giving birth to this Mm -hmm. business, you would email me and tell me that time and that date in the city and state. Right. So let's say you started a business in 2016 and it was, you know, April 2nd and the time what I would do is bring up the chart and then I would see this chart and then I would explain to you, this is the best way you need to show up on social media. This is the best way to deal with employees if you have them, if you're considering of merging and having a business partner. This is how you should do this in the seventh house. And I base it on the sign, the house and the planets. And I would and I in the chart reading, I take you through all 12 houses and it can help with employees. It can help with marketing sales, with um, mission statements. It can you know help you with social media, the Internet, also groups and organizations, nonprofit, philanthropic work that you may want to do all of that in the business and then also the energy of how your business is vibrating to the public or how your business shows up energetically and you see that through all 12 houses in the birth chart and that's what i do for you in the reading and it's so informative and so helpful i found it super informative one i didn't i didn't pick the the date i I know that. Um, oh, you I, did a great job. It was just, was. but it was your intuition. See, but it was, and that's. Yeah. I have, I have impeccable timing when it comes to things like that. So often, I will plan things, and I'll find out like there's this super cool thing that's happening at that time, yep. and it's just, I, my thing is, I always pick things that make the most sense to me at that particular time, either based on my schedule, based on my intuition, yeah. or whatever the decision is, it's like, that's the where it always ends up working out. Um, but I do know that there are certain people that you do want to make sure certain things are in place, especially if you're wanting to have a business partner or you're wanting to do certain things. Oh, and yeah. for the information that you shared, like, I know that I'm not, I'm, I'm not meant to have a business partner. Like that is very clear. And like, it's nice. Cause you said that. And like, I know that it was I'm in the chart too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was in the chart. And I know that I'm supposed to be doing intuitive things and it was in there too. And, and it was, you know, that, um, what else did you say? I love aesthetically pleasing things. And that is yeah. extremely important to me. It's been extremely important from the very beginning of my business yeah. where some people it's not that important and it doesn't have to be a big deal. But for me, it was very clear that it was so funny that you, you said, it and I just laughed yeah. because that's you, just, you, you knocked it out the park. I was like, and in my head, I was like, is she low key, like using astrology? You know, she's yeah. just not telling me, but no, it was your intuition. And, 
And honestly, Amy, I think for a lot of people, and I want people to understand that out, out there um, in the collective, a lot of times through our intuition and through, you know, that instinct or, or our, our divine alignment or how we're vibrating, a lot of times we are literally walking in our destined path uh, along with the birth chart. And so I'll meet people who something sparked them and they were just like, you know what, I just thought it was time and I want to get a birth chart reading. And then we go through things with their work or career or life or relationships. And they're literally just, you know, just doing the darn thing in their chart and they're walking in perfect alignment. Mm -hmm. And so I think number one, a lot of times in, in Western culture and our society, we're not taught to trust our intuition and instinct. And I would always implore and tell people and guide people that is something that you really want to develop and work on that, like that spiritual muscle because our intuition connects us to you know god source energy and when we listen to it more often than not we're gonna really be in divine alignment and for you my friend it was beautiful i was like this is great and but like you said for people who are unsure or if you want to be really intentional and you want to start a business then please reach out to me because you know, you can really have the planets work with you. And just so people know, for example, Ronald Reagan, as when he was the president, he and Nancy worked with an astrologer and they would set up their meetings with Miguel Gorbachev, right? They would uh, set up their meetings. Um, they did it for Nancy Reagan's breast cancer surgery. They used astrologers. There was one time he was famously uh, supposed to do some sort of address, but he, you know, they wanted him to come out, but he waited on purpose for like an extra 20 to 40 minutes because it was a planetary alignment that was going to shift. And he kind of held everybody up and then he came out when it was the time was right. But that was what his astrologer advised him. And so you can definitely use use things for a business chart a relationship chart, finding love, compatibility for improving the existing relationship you have. And I don't know if you know the famous quote, but uh, the CEO of Chase, JP Morgan Chase. I was just going to say that. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, astrology is the language of billionaires. Only millionaires don't use it. And that mm -hmm. sounds kind of pompous and arrogant, but he's giving it's true, you- they're using it. it. It's giving you insight to a truth that power people they create generational wealth use it every day and it's the same thing with numerology right a good time to start your business you guys is on the 28th the 28th of the month because 28 is the number number of extreme wealth eight is money and so we're going into 2024 as a universal eight year so a lot of people, yeah, gonna, to talk to you as the that. young kids, as the young kids say, a lot of people are going to be getting that bag this year. <laughs> yeah, this is so, a year of that opportunity. That's beautiful. I want to talk about that in just a moment. I want to finish up the business piece with you. Um, I know for for me, when you you messaged me before we had the reading, and you're like, "Hey, what did you challenge? What were you challenged with the year before? Because you were seeing something in oh, the yes. chart. Yes. 
And I appreciated that because just because you have a business doesn't mean your birth chart doesn't impact your business chart. And so I found that really fascinating in terms of like that you could pick that up because um, you asked me and I like rattle off like 20 things. <laughs> you really had a lot of stuff going on. I did. And it- I had a really challenging health year last year. And I'm so happy because this year has been so much better. Like I feel so much better. It's the best I've felt in a very, very long time. Um, but it 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 was fascinating to me when you're like, what was this? So tell me a little bit about that. It's like, how does how can you pick that up in terms of the business? But it's definitely personal too, not just business. Well, so what happens is there's a thing called Chiron, the wounded healer. Okay. So whether you were getting a natal chart with me or a business chart, what I'm going to look at is Chiron, the wounded healer. And what it explains is emotional, physical, or spiritual wound based on the sign and the house and the degree point, right? And so usually the degree point can tell you the age of when this wound occurred. Now, this wound doesn't have to be super traumatic, like somebody died or whatever, but what it can show is it's our energy antenna, right? Chiron was in Greek mythology, this this centaur, half man, half horse, who was immortal and and, um, uh, Zeus's son and was rejected at birth by his, his mother and then studied with Apollo and became this like amazing healer. And so it's 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 where we have sensitivities and, and it's known as the energy antenna. But these wounds based on the degree point. So let's say if it's at nine degrees, it could happen at nine years old. But if it's let's say if it's a business and let's say you start your business in 2020 and the Chiron wound is at four degrees, I might say, well, listen, in 2024, you may have a hiccup in your business. And it could be an emotional, physical, or spiritual wound that's based on this. And I can describe it on the house and the sign that it's in and kind of prepare you for the themes. You know, and it's not about fear, but it's about, like I said, knowledge and information. But in your case, the wound had already happened. And so I was able to see it and then ask you those questions. And it turned out that it was of, you know, you, because you, when you are a CEO and business owner and a founder of your own business, it's sort of like you and the business are kind of one. So it directly affected you having some illnesses and sicknesses and different things, right, for that year. And so that's what Chiron does. And I'm telling you, it is so accurate. And it, it and it honestly, it just blows people away because they're like, Hey, how did you know, you know, because they almost like think like I'm like, you know, like some like CIA spy or something like, how did you know that? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no I, think it's, I think it's incredible because you, you see patterns just like for, for me and the Akashic records, there are always patterns that always show the same in the same cycles or in the same way. And so right. I think astrology and other spiritual tools do that too. It's just yeah. what tool are we using to understand what's going on with that particular person or with that particular uh, chapter we're in or what have you. So I, I found it really fascinating. And for me, going through that last year, put a fire under my butt in a different way this year that was like, 
oh no, we are never going through that again. <laughs> we are going That's to take great. good care of ourselves in a completely different way because it means I needed to upgrade myself with different um, support systems and different supplements and different. Yeah, just the immune just, system, everything. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just, it's, it's um it's fascinating and it's hard when you have a toddler because they just bring all sorts of different germs home that you've never experienced in decades of your life because you know they accidentally oh, spit yes. in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Children do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or they stick children. their dirty fingers in your mouth. Like it just happens. They're just they're just petri dishes of germs. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's so true. And you know, and that's what I love because for me, my heart and my intention is really about helping the collective and really being of service to humanity. I know, you know, um, that I have been working with astrology um, <laughs> for a millennium and, and, and in past lives and in the Akashic and everything. So I know that guiding people through the map of their lives and through this ancient wisdom is so helpful but like you do i love the akashic i love human design numerology i think all of the metaphysics and the esoteric knowledge it's really here for our benefit and i think it's unfortunate that um the dominant culture or society has kind of made us think that it's something to fear or that it's evil or bad or demonic and really what it is it's a tool to give you deeper insight to really help you with every aspect of your life you know and i know you do such great work with that with the akashic records and all the work that you do and people people benefit and that's yeah, all that, you sure. know i think light workers like both of us you know are really trying to do is to you know almost give people like a cheat code but really it's 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 kind of like a cheating at all it's, it's yeah it's not cheating it's a remembering no. of, of love and positivity and knowledge so yeah and it's it's to to me it's remembering we have access to this information yeah. and i do know i have some friends that have children that are in their early teens and from my understanding, I don't have an early teen, so this can be not completely factual, but I do. So hit me with the question. I got younger you. teens are super into astrology right now. And they're getting into a lot of the things that most people don't discover until their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, or 70s. Like it's never too late to discover a new tool. You're and right. it doesn't matter what age you are, but like that gives me hope in a completely different way because yeah. They're super into it. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. Like, go on with your bad no, self. Like, you're, no, you're so right. You're yeah. So and I was like, I was talking to one of my friends, her daughter, and we're talking about astrology. We're talking about rising signs and moon signs. She's like, oh, tell me more about that. Like, I want to know. I'm like, yes. Cause then she's going to go tell her friends. And it's just, it's amazing the ripple effect that we can have. And they're super, they're like information generation. Like it's insane how much information they have access to now compared oh, yeah. to what we had when we were kids. Oh, but they, they know the whole world through TikTok. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to go in a different direction with our conversation. One is I want to have you share. There's two things I want you to share, but we'll start with the first one. 
Um, we are in numerology, we're entering into the number eight next year, which I'm super excited for because this is a manifesting year. And I don't know about you, but I have already been feeling the intensity, the, the portal has opened in October for this energy to start oozing into our life and inviting us to step into it. Um, tell our listeners like what like what to expect, how to prepare and like how to navigate this year coming up in terms of astrology and the the importance of it and like how we can take advantage of it. Okay. Well, we'll start first with the the eight and the universal eight year for 2024. And then we'll, you know, get into some astrological placements and energies that can be extremely beneficial as well. One thing you have to remember with eight, when you look at the number eight, right? And it, it, it's, it's like constant flow of energy and recycling. And the one thing we have to remember, it is a great year for abundance, um, wealth and manifesting, but the eight is also instant karma. So it also <laughs> is going to let you understand and know you want to be on your P's and Q's and your best behavior this year, because for those who choose to be nefarious or do bad or wrong or negative things, that karma can come back on you quick, fast and a hurry. So it is a, a, a year of power and money and manifesting and wealth. But there is that call for action of intentionality of being positive it's also a good year for for improving health too mm -hmm. so you know like you, you want to really be very intentional in 2024 and you really don't want to um you know there's no robbing cheating or stealing you you don't want to get into those type of lower vibrations or frequencies and it's funny as i just said that i got a ringing in my ear for that was the confirmation so it's really important to wow that's kind of funny you really want to make sure that you know the eight is kind of this reciprocal energy you know so as you put in you'll receive so it's very it's a very intentional year but it's a year to go for it and 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 really you know make your dreams come true so this is definitely a year add to get a, a to business that, birth chart reading yeah, yeah i want to add something to that because i think that sometimes people don't understand if they're robbing cheating and stealing it's a very unconscious behavior and yeah. so if there is a pattern coming up in your life where all of a sudden you become aware that your behavior is not appropriate, mm. then that means for you to take a different course of action and yes. to also be the observer of how is this behavior impacting myself and others yes. and the collective, because at the moment of they're calling injustice that sometimes we don't, we're very unaware. We have these blind spots that we have that we might be being mean or we might be not doing the right thing and we're having a very human moment. And so when you become aware of it, 
that's the opportunity for long lasting change. And so like, I know that some people are going to be like, I don't rob, cheat or steal. It's not about that. It's about- Sometimes it's energetically. Yes. We don't want to be energy vampires, right? So it's also emotional. uh, It's emotional, spiritual. Yeah. It's not just physical. It's all of those things, emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, as well, where we might be taking advantage of the system or the person or the experience. And you might not know better, or you might know better. And so that's the thing where I was just hearing that from the guardians to to share about that. Oh, you're so, so right. And so and that's so needed. Because also think of it environmentally, right? Maybe this year, you start growing uh, uh, some plants or herbs or a tree, or you do something positive to give back to the environment and nature, because it is that that reciprocal instant karma flow of energy. And we have to understand that, you know, everything is energy and frequency and vibration, but everything is living. So, you know, Be nice to the trees, be nice to the animals, you know, so this is that year where, you know, hopefully people understand it's not like just, oh, I'm just going to fatten my pockets with, you know, all this cash and crypto and digital currency. No, It's also give back spiritually and energetically to the environment around you and to these things that we don't think are, quote unquote, living, but they are, you know, so it's important, so. I love that, Eric, because I think that we have the opportunity to give back. And when you're sharing that, another example of inappropriate behavior, like my husband was driving yesterday and he was driving in front of, uh, behind a very expensive high-end car. And these Mm. people are throwing McDonald's cups, McDonald's bags out of their car. They're littering. And that is a form, uh, an example of yes. mistreating the planet. Yes, it and, is. And so, you know, there's these, all these little things, and it's not about being righteous either. No, it's about it's understanding. Truth is truth. Yeah, that's Yeah, wrong. it's about understanding how your and, actions. And guess what? They shouldn't do that if they're driving in a Volkswagen. Period. Or like a, a beat up like Dotson. Like, it's bad for anyone to do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just, it's, well, sometimes it's a learned behavior. And so, and, and, you know, if you see someone driving a nice car, you assume that you assume that they know better, that they've been educated to a point where they know better not to litter. (laughs) So, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to assume that in in 2023 right now. Exactly. So, but the thing is, is like, we see these things and it's not about complaining. It's about understanding how every single decision in your life has a ripple effect and impacts the collective, you, your family, your community, and so much more. And I think that that's really important. The next thing I want to talk to you about um, before we end the show is in the spiritual community, and I don't know if I, I'm assuming you know this too, but it's like, and I keep getting this message 
Ooh. next three years, something really big is going to happen within oh, three years. Yeah. It's like, I don't have the exact timing, but it could be like two and a half. It could be three. Like something major is going to happen. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your perceptions? What do you think about this? So let me take you into 2024 and just what's going on energetically and astrologically. So like I had mentioned, you know, we are going through this great shift of ending of an age of the Piscean age, the age of Pisces. And we're, you know, we're on the, like our toes are like the ocean, like our toes are just getting wet in the age of Aquarius. And so we also have this very karmic planet called Pluto. Pluto represents the underworld, Hades, power, control, manipulation, money, sex, uh, you know, the underworld, the mafia, FBI, CIA, just everything. But it's also about the soul psychology and transformation and transmutation. And so right now it's in Capricorn at the 28th degree. And on January 21st, 2024, it's going to enter into Aquarius. And it'll be there to September. And then we have one last retrograde where it's to our naked eye and we can't see Pluto, the last planet we could see with the naked eye is Saturn. But the retrograde energy is where it appears to be. It's like an optical illusion, appears to be going backwards. And so Pluto will enter into Capricorn, and this is kind of heavy, from September to November 19th. So November 5th, 2024 in America is election day. And Pluto will be at the anoritic, which is a very critical, hyper powerful degree of 29 degrees. So there could be or may not be an election. Okay, that's that. But Pluto will be in Aquarius from November 19, 2024 to 2044, 20 years. And it is going to change anything and everything you know about humanity power to the people, science, technology, AI, innovation, um, astrology, the aliens, UFOs, the esoteric knowledge. And so we're gonna have these huge shifts. And what is also happening this year, Jupiter right now is in Taurus until May 25th. So all the Taurus people out there, sun, moon rising, or people who have the, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, rising signs. Those are called fixed uh, rising signs. The modality is a fix. So they're more, you know, focused on things and stubborn and just, you know, they're, they're kind of like the, the, in terms of our seasons, it's the, the, the meat of the season, right? And so that Jupiter and Taurus will be going on until May 25th. And then it's going to switch into Gemini for a year from May 26th to the following year. But also what we have going on are huge planetary shifts because Uranus is gonna go into Gemini and leave Taurus in 2026, the end of 25, early 26. Neptune and Saturn are currently in Pisces until 2026 and they will enter into Aries. And so all of these planetary movements, and these are what we consider outer planets or very karmic planets, and they're generational and they affect the whole collective, the whole earth. And what's happening, these shifts, 
they make huge changes in our society and in our world. And we're going to feel that. And the human design prophecy is that as the collective and the human design is a mixture of astrology, the I Ching and quantum physics, and it's reading your auric field. And right now as a collective, it's vibrating in our solar plexus. And in 2027, it's going to go to the heart chakra. So a lot of people are feeling that in 26 or 27, there's going to be more than just a huge awakening, but a oh, it's, we're already starting. It's it's like, well, no, the awakening has already begun. We're yeah, already vibrating in the 5D. It's going to be insane. Whatever but happens. There, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a huge shift. And, you know, everyone has different thoughts and beliefs. And is it, you know, aliens? And is it, you know, a visitation or a, an awakening that aliens are here and have always been here, whatever it is. But that is the time I would say that I've been, you know, I see it astrologically, but just intuitively getting those downloads, 26, 27, you know, it's gonna be a, a whole new world. And it so, really is. I'm just and, so curious to see yeah. what that looks like. Cause you know, back in 2018 started going something big's going to happen in two years never would have guessed it would have been covid and what that looked like but the impact that that has had on society is massive so i whatever it is i probably would never go back in the lockdown but whatever it is it is going to be for the better it is going to be for the good because we are entering into this new golden era this new golden age and the people that want to be awake are going to awaken the people that want to stay asleep are going to stay asleep well and and that's the thing we have the power as co-creators of the universe to choose the timeline that we want to vibrate on and and exist in and you're so right And, and choosing to leave the 3d and be in the 5d well that's already happening for us uh, you know our planet but then for the individual you know you're right some people want to stay in the cognitive dissonance and not be aware of the matrix and just kind of be in there you know my you it's know, easier it's comfortable newspaper my you know nightly news my you know cognitive dissonance my 9 to 5 whatever believing in the systems but you know I really feel that even those who are choosing this 3D experience, even they, you know, will start to awaken in terms of Earth school, you know, that, wow, something's happening and and, and, and I need to kind of get my head out of the clouds or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Not to say any bad terms, but wherever their head is at and start to recognize and get that divine revelation because spiritually a lot is going on and we are already in spiritual warfare. So, you know, I I always say to my audience and to my clients, you know, the way that we need to vibrate in the age of Aquarius and for the next 20 years, Pluto Aquarius is truly this uh, trine, which is the 120 degree, you know, angle, but the triangle is to, you know, vibrate in love and gratitude. And then the highest is being your true authentic self. Yes. And when you're doing that, you're going to be okay. 
and there is no fear. Don't focus on the negative. Don't get up into gossiping. You know, even if it feels weird or hokey, be, I always say, be maniacal, intentional about positive self-talk. Be Mm -hmm. kind to yourself, people. Talk positively about your spouse, your children, your neighbors, your own self. You know, if you forget something in the grocery store, don't call yourself an idiot or a dummy. Just know that it's an opportunity to go back and maybe you see something else on sale or you have a conversation with someone that was meant to be had or people just need your vibration and your light. So have patience and kindness and compassion and empathy for self. We have to love on ourselves at this time. I love that. (laughs) Now, if anybody wants to get a reading, you're gonna give our listeners a special discount. Yes, so Um, Let them know what that is and how they can get a hold of you. We'll also have this link in the chat and the description as well. Yes, definitely. Not chat, I mean, show notes, description. Yeah, Yeah. no, 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 definitely. So, okay, so again, my name is Eric Taylor. I'm a professional intuitive astrologer and relationship coach. Now, I will tell you, I've been going through a branding transition. So I'm coming from tailored to you coaching. And so my website is still under construction currently so the best way to contact me is big right e short for eric big e astrology at gmail.com and all you have to do is put amy in your um you know in the description or the in the subject sorry um and if you're inquiring for a business birth chart or birth chart reading whatever it is but for all birth chart readings right you're going to receive 25 dollars off okay and that's for the whole month of december and you know even if it gets to be a little late i'll honor it in january too but basically my birth chart readings are 60 minutes live over zoom they're 125 dollars, and you can get it for a hundred dollars and learn about this ancient wisdom which is the map of your life Okay, and I can also for my other services that are more expensive, like a business birth chart or whatever, I can also knock off $25 if you put Amy in the subject. And again, just hit me up at biggieastrology at gmail.com. Come subscribe to my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube. They're all Biggie Astrology. And um, I'm, I'm just so honored and, and, gra- and filled with gratitude to join you on your podcast, Amy, and for your audience. Thank you for uh, indulging me. And just, you know, understand the astrology is here to help you and to guide you. And there is no victimhood. You chose this, this time to be alive. So there's no reason to fear because guess what? If you're still breathing and here right now, it means you're built for this. You can do it. You can handle this energy in this time. And you come and, and work with me with an astrology birth chart reading. And I have a multitude of services. I do love readings, career readings. I have a mini hater chart. <laughs> People are like, I'm having so many issues. My neighbor this and this business partner that. And I do a mini uh, hater chart because I can see where you have hidden enemies in a birth chart, issues with coworkers, siblings. So, you know, there's so many different services. And I also have services that if you want to focus on your past life or soul's journey, 
You know, there's planetary alignments looking at the North and South node, right? We're currently until January 11, 2025, the North node is in Aries, right? That's telling us we need to be more brave and courageous, Amy, like you, the Aries. And the South node is in Libra. And it's telling us that we need to choose relationships and partnerships that are truly vibrating with our heart and our soul with real balance and harmony and peace. And if it's not the case, then this is the time to transmute it, release it, purge it, say goodbye. So, you know, all of that and more. And you can just email me at biggieastrology at gmail.com. I love that. Thanks, Eric, so much for joining us today. If you want to get a reading from him, it's super affordable. Um, Definitely worth it. And he's very accurate and spot on. So if you decide to get one, reach out to him. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure you like and subscribe and share this with a friend. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.